0: Hello and welcome to Penny Earful, the officially unofficial podcast for Showtime's Penny Dreadful. Tonight we're talking about episode 307, Ebb Tide. I'm your host, Aaron.
1: And I'm Cecily.
0: And what did you think of this episode, Cecily? I
1: liked this episode, Aaron.
0: Surprise penultimate episode.
1: Surprise, yes. The, uh, this is it. This is, this is, this is the second to last Sunday yeah. Wow, I'm feeling sad.
0: Supersized Sunday next week, but still. Supersized,
1: yes, but then it's it. That's that's all we've gotten. We've got eight weeks of Penny Dreadful.
0: Yeah. I want to talk about more of that before, like, at the very tail end of the podcast, because um, there's some portentous things to discuss. But, okay. Uh, what did you think of the episode, just, you know, on its merits?
1: Um, I thought it was great. A couple of predictions that we made last week came true, such as... Dorian turning on Lily and working with Frankenstein and calling yeah. in his favor. Um, Justine continues to be the worst.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny because I feel like you've really turned a corner on her this week, calling her the worst.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I think she's fun, but when it comes up between her and Dorian, I'm I I, I like Dorian more. But then something... when it comes between it comes to be Dorian versus Lily, I like Lily more. So. I just kind of hate everyone.
0: Yeah. I mean, All the thing the, the thing about Justine is there is something to be said for knowing one's betters. Yes. And when you are a 17-year-old uneducated street urchin whore going mm-hmm. against an immortal person who's been living for at least 400 or 500 years. Right. You really you you really should, you know, observe the game before you just jump right in and start playing it. Right. And I thought it like this has been a long time like he's been very patient in dealing with her bullshit. Mm-hmm. And that the today this episode's correction, minor as it was, well, I mean, that's the thing. Then it jumped off the rails in a crazy train. I felt like maybe um I don't know whether this is the compressed nine episode season, but I kind of felt like that a lot of things are moving very quickly. You know, like he went from the first inklings of displeasure to full on kidnapping and deprogramming her within two episodes.
1: I don't know. I think that I, I think that kind of shtick would get really old really fast. And yeah, I mean, and for someone who's lived that long, I think his patient patience has grown very thin. I think I agree with you as far as it pertains to Vanessa.
0: Hmm. <sighs>
1: I almost said Jessica, and then I almost said Rebecca before I arrived at Vanessa. Just so you know, uh-huh. um, I think that moved pretty fast.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, it just, just did kind of turn on the the the, the ebb of the tide there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If I want to quote the episode title, I yeah, I I, I guess I. It's one of those like dark side seduction things, kind of like Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Whether that's too fast or not depends on how you feel about the corrupting influence of the Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm with you. It did feel like she was completely clear-eyed and um, had a good head about her, about what to do with this Dracula situation. And then essentially he says, I'll let you be the bad girl you know you want to be. <laughs> and she's like, okay, end of the world, engaged.
1: Right. yeah. Uh, no, no,
0: my friends Sir Malcolm and Ethan are coming for me, and they got a psychic Indian on their side, but fuck it. Fuck it.
1: But fuck bring it.
0: On, bring on the poison clouds and the zombies and all the whatnot.
1: Well, let's talk about it more when we get there. Okay. I want to talk about Brona. Mm-hmm. Lily, as Brona, is in the graveyard and talking to a grieving mother before laying flowers at the grave of her own daughter. We think... It had her last name, I'm pretty the, sure. The, and I don't, it's a one-year-old. I
0: haven't paid attention to the passage of time in this show. But the grave said that she died in 1891. And the first episode of this season, you know, the one about Tennyson's death, that occurred on October 5th of 1892. So she put in the ground a child less than a year before this episode, the third season, starts? Yes. Okay, I guess the first two seasons could have happened in, a, in the course of a matter of months yes, because had and also has maybe she this is some pillow talk with her and Ethan or her or Dorian or her who and who uh, who whoever else she slept with okay not a judge all right just, just trying to be factual it. uh but i I'm not aware of her ever talking about having a daughter before
1: nope, it's convenient. Hmm. you've blown it wide open.
0: Is that a fact? Is <laughs> that been researched and verified?
1: No. Okay. I mean, she clearly has a daughter that's died prior to this episode. Yeah. I'm I'm fine with it. Okay. Um
0: does doesn't feel like it came out of nowhere?
1: Uh, I mean, I and, don't think it matters it, either way.
0: And I'll, yeah, as I guess that's why I'm curious why did it open like this?
1: Because it makes you feel so much more for her as a woman knowing that she's a grieving mother as well as many other things. I
0: suppose.
1: She started, Honestly,
0: all I really want to know is whether this is new information or whether this is something I missed from previous seasons. I
1: think she started out as a character who is supposed to be much more minor than she was, and she proved herself to be a better actress or a, a, a larger presence on screen. So they're just inventing... So they are, you know, failing in her backstory right. and giving her more to go on. Yes. Gotcha.
0: Laying down her legend.
1: Okay. So, Brona hosts a murder dinner party, and... Has this inspiring speech where she tells women to uh, prove themselves by bringing her the right hands of men.
0: You know what Dorian might be worried about: what the police, what the police are going to think about a hundred keening whores rolling around the city, cutting off hands, and then leading their dripping blood trails back to the steps of his mansion. Like that's a.
1: I don't think he really cares about that that much
0: really yes because i feel like that's part of his thing with the immortal is like you got to keep a certain type of low profile if you just wantonly engage in destruction and midday will come for you because there's a shit ton more of them than there are of you do you don't think there's there's any concern with that
1: not for dorian
0: yeah maybe i
1: think for us as the audience yes
0: because i guess he could just I think be like dorian fuck this just, i'm yeah. out
1: fuck it peace out Tell tell the police that you, the oppressed white man, are being held hostage by a hundred white women whores. I don't know why white has anything to do with it. Probably Well, they were always true. looked like they were all white. Uh, just a just hundred lower class whores. And who do you think walks away from that situation? Sure. It's the man. It's the man who owns the house. I guess. Uh, that was just. But my then thought the authorities
0: could be like, "Sir, why do you not have these women under your control?"
1: Wow, that's the weirdest British accent I've ever heard. <laughs> this is this
0: is no better than letting a vicious dog walk the streets without being on a chain. See? So, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, so Dorian is undercut during this speech. He also later on comes to the dining room and finds that the table is littered with hands. <laughs> uh. Uh, Lily comes in immediately afterward and says, I wasn't serious. That, that was a metaphor. Yeah, right. <laughs> what What are you doing? You sick people. <laughs> um,
0: and why are you all fucking each other?
1: <laughs> yeah, and dancing weird. I don't know. Does, I've, I. You know what? Does what, liberation
0: of the female necessarily imply a turn to the preference of the same sex? Is this
1: a problem with me as an anxious person? But if I were at a party like that, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I. I would... I,
0: You'd be the one weeping in the the powder room. that No, she, that I Lily would not. Comfort.
1: Fuck you. I resent the implication. I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't want to dance with someone. I wouldn't start making out with someone. I I I think it's really weird. Like, how do you act natural? But what in if a Justine like
0: came over and enunciated that she wanted to kiss you on I your really cunt?
1: Do, I seriously <laughs> do not have a problem with her <laughs> accent. You're not know the way
0: she enunciates the shit out of things. No,
1: it's the way that you repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, she comes at him crazy, uh, and he shuts her down really hard, oh as God. only an immortal can.
0: I, I do love it. I, I do the whole, listen, child. <laughs> and he was, like, all smiling until he yes. hit the child. It was like until a Until he got in
1: real close. Yeah,
0: you think you know sin? You're merely learning the language. I wrote the book.
1: Yeah, it was like, pretty good. We're
0: halfway to an epic rap battle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she starts to laugh, and he and he grabs her throat, and... And then uh, she knows he's quite serious. Like, yeah.
0: Now what? Now what? Where's your claws, kitten? <laughs> it's really good. Really There's good some dialogue. In this really episode. great
1: dialogue this episode. Um. So just finishing up their storyline, if you don't mind. No, no. Uh, Dorian uh, is taking Lily for a walk later that night after he's. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. I I skipped the part where he was about to leave, and he. You could see the moment on his face where he realized that... Um,
0: well, she rebuffed him. She was. He went to go talk to her about this insurrection, and she was comforting one of her weeping whores.
1: I, yeah, and I guess And she says,
0: I'm sorry, darling, I don't have any time for you or anything that you want to talk about. Goodbye. Uh,
1: right, but I don't think at any point she's been... Well, I guess she has been dismissive and whatnot. I think
0: she's been dismissive the whole time. I mean, like, this isn't... This, this does not excuse what is to come next... Right. But she has essentially not been taking Dorian's concerns about their partnership seriously for three, four episodes now.
1: Yeah. So Dorian takes her for a trap walk.
0: Do you think there's anything that she could have said that he would have, like, waved off Frankenstein? No. Really? Because I was wondering if he was trying to get, like, one last appeal to her. I
1: don't think so. Like, if she had said, you know what, I'm sorry, it's all about you now, I'll kick them all out, I think that's, that would be too submissive and uninteresting to him and to her. It's not in her character, so she would Well, but what if she said, you're right,
0: we'll kill all these whores and turn them into immortal monsters? Because I guess I thought that's what they were going to do last year.
1: No, I think that Dorian's just bored and he's over it completely. Really? he's checked out.
0: Well, I mean, that's the I thing. I mean, you can see, you've
1: can you seen this building up in the last few scenes and the last few episodes.
0: Well, what what was, what was the name of the transgendered woman from last episode? Her name last was
1: Angelique.
0: Angelique. So he was super into her, too, and mm-hmm. supporting everything that she wanted to do and making her feel, but then...
1: She discovered a secret.
0: Well, not only that, but I feel like that he... The way I recollect that is that he showed her that with the intention of killing her. That he wanted to ditch her for this Lily situation, and he—that's kind of like been his thing. He's okay. really into something until it's—it's—he's over it.
1: Right, that's exactly what I'm saying.
0: And I'm—I'm I'm backing you up. On point. <laughs>
1: um, I thought you were trying to to argue the other side for a moment. No, but you—do you, you want me to? Walked, I can do that too. You walked right up behind my point and you planted a flag there. <laughs> He talks about how boring revolutions are, and he's lived through so many. And he says, it's the ebb tide, darling, and uh, it's it's not me, it's you.
0: One of us has to change your course, and <laughs> it's you, because yeah. I clearly... I mean, that's the other thing, you know, he does have more experience in some mortality stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was interesting that he mentioned that he was there when the Byzantine Empire was sacked, because that puts him... Way older than I guess I was thinking like sixteen hundreds old. Yeah. But the Byzantine is sacked in like the fourteen hundreds. So he is going on what, over five hundred years old at this point? Going on six.
1: I am five hundred going on <laughs> six hundred.
0: And that's that's not just that's just the lower limit. Like we yeah. you know, he just happened to you know name check the Byzantines. Uh, but no, I thought that was kind of interesting and new information. I had no idea he was this ancient.
1: Yes. Fascinating, I dare say. Uh, so Lily wakes up later to Frankenstein in her face and sees that Dorian and Jekyll are watching from above. Uh, she tries to attack Frankenstein, but she is chained to that chair.
0: Did this make you feel claustrophobic watching?
1: It's did.
0: Like, like it, it made just, me
1: feel a lot of things.
0: Very similar to how I felt when I was watching Claire Danes in Homeland get committed against her will to a psychiatric...
1: Spoiler alert! Eh,
0: it's whatever. That's like three seasons ago <laughs> on a show that nobody watches. But I felt like that, yeah, that, that that's like a hell. Like, so, someone that says, like, like a, a fundamentalist preacher saying, I'm going to exercise you. Or mm-hmm. a person saying, you're crazy, I'm going to put you in this mental ward. Mm-hmm. Or, like, this is just... Hell, and she can't do anything about it. Yes, like I, I, I felt like she played that kind of existential despair quite well at the end of the scene.
1: Uh, she did. Uh, she, he said that they chained her up for her protection, but she said no; it's for yours, mm-hmm. which is absolutely right. Uh, and then they go through all the things that they're going to make her. They're going to, to, to make, make her well. Better. They're going to make her. They're going to make her healthy. They're going to make her into a proper woman. And, the calm, poise and this and is serenity. that existential th- uh, dread you're talking about you can just see her inside shrivel up and yeah and and what the fuck do you do i don't, you don't know
0: i don't know where i don't know what they're playing at here i don't know what the end game is because at this point even though what she has become is monstrous and i think that's one of the social commentaries is the you know the monstrous things done to her has turned her monstrous herself um,
1: but is she monstrous yet, or are they gonna? What, they're gonna un, unlock something truly, truly horrible.
0: Well, I, yes, I think what she's trying to do in killing all men is fairly monstrous. As a man myself, but I also think I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen worse, eh. uh, but I don't. I, I think that she's definitely got things as sympathetic about her, and what they're doing to her is, is terrible. terrible. It's terrible. It's, uh, I, I don't, you know, it's it's rape of the mind and the self.
1: Yeah. They should get six months in jail, at least.
0: Uh, yeah. No, I mean, that's, <laughs> again, like, we, we've talked about this all along. Like, there's strong s- social commentary about date rape and acquaintance oh, rape. yeah. And, yeah.
1: It is unambiguous. Yeah. Uh, but just, I can't, I, and that's I, the thing, I can't like, wait to see the just vengeance unfold upon am We're going to
0: take away your anger and pain and replace it with something better. Not ameliorate the situations that caused you the anger and pain and work towards any kind of reform or Mm -hmm. which, you know, uh, that's the thing. Like she I think I don't know. I will just say her end goals are laudable, except for she's going for a matriarchy and the opposite of crazy is still crazy.
1: Right. Um, She's uh she's overcorrected on her course. Yeah. Uh I mean this
0: is also interesting, like a commentary on the frustrations of the a, like zealous convert like yes. you are so fear full of fury and righteous indignation and you want change to happen yesterday but you're confronted with a society that doesn't even know why they should take your concerns seriously let alone actually do anything about it which leads to frustration and anger which leads to you know recalcitrance and stubbornness from the pop it's 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 kind of interesting in its commentary about revolutions and social change
1: as well eloquent uh... eloquent eloquent that's very well said (laughs) bit it right off thank you you fucking cunt (laughs) (laughs) that is how i thank you for you're a great fertile bitch of evil and i love (laughs) you for
0: your fertility and power
1: oh beautiful i'm gonna make that my ringtone (laughs) (laughs) That's a. That's all I have on the Lily Dorian Frankenstein Jekyll storyline this week. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other final thoughts?
0: Nah, just that. Holy cow! How are they going to? How are they going to wrap this storyline up that doesn't feel like a complete defeat of one sort or of another?
1: That's a great question. And we've only got loose two hours left. Yeah. To
0: do it. Right. Yeah.
1: See, I. Okay, so uh, this is another thing I wanted to mention. Is that uh, Dorian openly taunts Justine and says, show me your claws, kitten. This isn't going nowhere.
0: That's true. She's she's going to lead her hundred whore army down to Bedlam. Exactly.
1: Is she following Lily? Is she following Lily and Dorian? Because for some reason she's one of those people who believes that a thing is going to happen a certain way. I would entirely believe it. You know, when you watch for long enough, and it actually happens, you can say that you prophesized it. Sure. Like if you keep predicting the end of the world long enough, and then when it finally yeah. happens, yeah, you yeah. was right.
0: Yeah, that's right about you all along. Um, I feel <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, that that's interesting. And even if she doesn't follow out of that concern, she I find it plausible that she would know where to find Frankenstein. Uh, yeah. She knows his name, which means she probably Justine? knows where he lives. Yeah.
1: Why would she? Oh yes. Yes so, yes, yeah. yes, so, yes, so I feel yes. like she knows
0: her name, which is all he needs she needs to know to find out him and then follow him enough to find out where he's going. Uh-huh. So yeah, I, that's that's a good point. She is not without her allies.
1: Yes. Uh, or um see if
0: Dorian can regenerate his right hand.
1: I'm just gonna go way left field and just go ahead and call it now. Oh. Jekyll's father shows up. <laughs> <laughs> dr juggle's father the one oh, he keeps waiting for okay. to okay i thought you
0: said juggles doctor and i'm like that what? Mean i know that's dr juggle's doctor
1: what? okay this senior dr Jekyll. okay he's the... gonna show up and he's gonna be like what the fuck are you doing this is why you've always been a disappointment to me and my family and he'll be right. like i'm sorry here i'll let her go
0: i never should have sprayed my seed Official in your mother's prediction.
1: wound prediction
0: okay you're right it's i Chekhov's just want to cover all my bases Chekhov's horrible father he any, was mentioned in the first episode. Any other crazy
1: predictions you want to throw out there?
0: No, you've outcrazied me.
1: As usual. So Renfield uh, licks up Vanessa, who happens to be the heaviest sleeper of all time, except to, when convenient. To be fair, she does look delicious. Yeah, but gross, and... <sighs> God, man, if you were just looking at me while I was asleep, I think I would wake up and be like, what the fuck?
0: Let alone looking at you like that, let alone (laughs) licking you.
1: Yes, just licking me right on my throat. I thought they were going to transition this in such a way that Dracula scared away Renfield and that he would pretend like he was the one that was touching her or doing oh. whatever. Mm-hmm. But nope, she just slept through it. Oh, but his, Doc Dracula does freaking it His familiars
0: are super inappropriate because the other yeah. the big the hair guy licked her right in the, same right spot. the th- yeah, what is it the fuck? Yeah. You can't do what that. What is it the
1: fuck? And you know what? It's actually You're the- an
0: immortal creature. You have time to teach these men respect. Dracula.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. If
0: that is your real name. <laughs> <laughs>
1: not devil part two uh so he wakes her up and says you gotta get the fuck out of here before before my girlfriend comes home Mm -hmm. uh and the jauntiest horse ever brings her home i the that was a bouncy horse you
0: need a sports bra to ride that carriage it had
1: little 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 springs in its feet
0: i feel like that uh, some of the morning afterglow rubbed off on the horse Oh, yeah, absolutely. She was just just radiating. Yeah, yeah. Someone had a good night last night. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be carrots for me when I get back to the stable. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I just remember that you owe me a pimp story.
0: It's not going to happen now. That feels like a middle of a two-hour podcast
1: kind of thing. Okay, fine. I'll slip it in later. That's what she said. So, John Clare is waiting at her house, and uh, Vanessa convinces him that cursed brute beings like them deserve to start over, um, because it can't get any worse. Mm. She asks if he remembers their time in the banning clinic. Do you think that...
0: I was about to pull my what little of my hair is left. I was about to pull it out, because... Yeah. If they were going to perpetrate that, Vanessa didn't recognize him. Yes, I was going to be like, for, oh, I guess like, but then I started fighting with myself. I was like, well, what if this kind of vision that she had didn't include his precise physical details? Because you know, she said she she described him in very kind of bland terms, and then we went to the inside of her vision. Maybe she doesn't retain all that. But but I'm so glad that she just acknowledged that. Yes, I do know you, and you should know me. And I, but you know, I understand why he doesn't know her. He hasn't had the mind unlocking powers that Doctor Seward brought to bear on him.
1: He's remembered some things, but he hasn't quite gotten there yet.
0: Sure, you know, and you start small with your wife and child, and then you go your side piece at the crazy hospital. I
1: think if, if I were him and she were telling me, "Hey, do you remember this time we had together?" without any explanation why she's bringing it up now after. As long as they've known each other? No,
0: you'd think the conversation would be longer, especially since they're intimate.
1: Yeah, he would say... Why were you holding out on knowing me in my previous life for so long? Yeah, you gotta like, I give think me deeps, girlfriend. I think I would be angry. I think I would say, "Well, have you known my family's been alive and suffering from illness for so long?" I don't or know if you like jump that. right
0: to that. But... I
1: absolutely would.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you got to ascertain when she found out, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just saying exactly. That, but the asc- yes, I'm surprised that there wasn't more conversation because there needed to be more conversation. Like it's not can't all just be feel good. Let's put ourselves out there the and pool and circulate.
1: Rise Lost souls all
0: around. Be found.
1: Rise <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> yeah. You gotta there's 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 a couple of wait, what questions he should have been asking. <laughs> yes.
1: Like uh yes. Uh, so, I do
0: like I do like Do you like their relationship. I do like how it's kind of rounding into shape. I think this
1: is bullshit. It's very
0: platonic. I what? think they're
1: trying to convince me to like John Clare, Caliban, Frankenstein's monster. Oh, well, whatever his name is. And they're trying to get me to hate Frankenstein. And you know what? It's working. So fuck That's you. the thing. Like I'm ready
0: <laughs> to make peace with John Clare with Are his you? flashback performance of a few episodes back. Are and you? now. But here's the thing. He's on thin fucking ice. Is he? I'm putting him on notice. Because if you keep up this belly aching, woe is me bullshit, yes. after your wife immediately and unconditionally accepts you back into her love and yeah. your child follows suit, yeah. then you, sir, are a fucking asshole. The only way I'll accept a return to pathos is that something bad happens to his wife or child. And since his wife's his child has got you know one lung in the grave and the other in a coal mine, <laughs> that's probably going to happen. Oh, and God. it's going to be back to whiny fucking Caliban. But... I like this, but that's iteration definitely going to
1: happen, right? This is Penny Dreadful. You don't get a happy ending.
0: But what I don't get is like, how can you even go back to madness after this? Because he's even forgiven Frankenstein. Has like he? he, well, if he hasn't forgiven, he's got the emotional tools and awareness necessary because he said things like. You know, he was I don't
1: a kid. He didn't know what he was doing. Yeah,
0: he didn't think he, you know, he he had he did the crime of wanting to do something for knowledge and and fame and not for like any kind of real. But it seems like he understands that sin that he committed and kind of you know he did it himself to fucking Lily. Yeah. So or Brona. So I, I feel like he should have the ability to kind of contextualize all this and not be so fucking useless from here on out i would like to see him ultimately become a force for good because i feel like we they definitely had his arc to where he can do that now
1: yes i agree as much as i hate to say it it's he's on thin
0: fucking ice a lot fucking thinner than ice you got stuck in the arctic circle dude
1: that was thin ice?
0: That was pretty thick ice. It's <laughs> a lot thinner. It's like the kind of ice we got now. It's melting, polar bears are drowning, National Geographic's Aww. all about it. That's the kind of thin ice you're on, John Claire.
1: Wow. What a shit. Dr. Seward recounts her experiences by listening to the, what do you call that, wax cylinder? The
0: gramophone, right?
1: She listens to the wax cylinder machine. <laughs> uh before turning and seeing Renfield you know that standing there. Those are actually made out of the they collected from cats. Thoroughly freaked out. Yeah, I did know that.
0: Okay. Uh, what did you say? I'm trying to get my true <laughs> fact out there.
1: Yeah. I said that she sees Renfield standing there before or while she's listening and smoking in, in, in chain chain smoking. Mm-hmm. and she, And it freaks her out. Yeah, scares her.
0: That's because he's... And he very
1: convincingly tells her how <laughs> all right she he is.
0: <laughs> right as rain. Right as rain. I'll be... Yes, I will.
1: I will be. Yes, I will be right. There's rain.
0: Uh, yeah. <gasps> he's got a touch of malaria, is what... Uh, I looked up the ague. The, the ague. ague. Uh, yeah, apparently it's called that in the, uh, at the ague from the AG, same as the atomic symbol for gold, because oh. it's associated with royalty, and there is a common... Wives tale that says only the king's touch could cure cure you of ma- malaria. So he's using like the old timey, old, old timey Byzantine. Is that true? Yeah. No, that, that is a true fact.
1: If you're rich, you can't die?
0: <laughs> no. No, no, no.
1: That's what I heard you say.
0: I thought you were talking about in, in contrast to my cat's ears wax cylinder.
1: That was a while ago.
0: <laughs> it's no more than a minute.
1: I'm gonna mix it up. John Perhaps Clare too. goes home and reveals himself to his wife, and she takes him back. Yeah. Do you think she she protests at first, or she's saying no, like it, no, it can't be?
0: Or yeah. She's saying
1: no, like this is terrible. You're a monster.
0: No, I think she is the the Do they former. they want us to think that? Yes, they they definitely held the beat for a moment. There's a little bit of you know American Idol, Hell's Kitchen, Ryan Seacrest, and the winner is not going to be. The man who is John Clair No, yeah, there's a little bit of that going on, just just to draw that beat out. But then when she came she just instantly came over and hugged him and then he tried his damnedest to convince her of why he can't be loved. Well, you're not gonna believe all the supernatural shit. No, oh, I love supernatural stuff. I hear
1: it all the time. Like,
0: And he's like, Well, you know, I've done some treated horrible things.
1: Oh, who hasn't? You know, I work I'm at she- a factory in the, that's in, right. in, in the early 1900s it's uh, nothing to
0: shock me frankenstein wasn't able to reattach the nerves of my penis so i'm completely incompetent
1: well you know it's been a long time since I've been i to- sold my vagina for food <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so sure i i feel like that she was ready to just uh, nothing like she was
1: ready to roll frankenstein she's and bless just ready him to have and, her husband back yeah
0: yeah it was sweet
1: yeah, it was sweet. Can't wait to see how this blows up in their face. Well, so he doesn't
0: shave. I mean, I I was wait, waiting for her to be like,
1: you know, I'd like for you to shave your oily
0: hair. Your close crop was so much more charming. Yeah, but no. And why did didn't. you dye it black? Yeah, why are you why are you wearing golf makeup? <laughs> I just yeah, but a little bit of uh, foundation on the lips and shave your head. You're going to be cool the scars. Or are...
1: why is there a hot topic tag still on your jacket? <laughs> So he goes back into a the warm. The boy the dust of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes back into the apartment and meets his son again while he's awake, and he's feeling better. He's having a good day. He's on the floor playing with the ship that his father gave him before yeah. he left or died. Yeah. Before he left by dying for a
0: while. He's been gone a while, and the son's struggling with the rigging. Like he just, just must be just hell every day. He gets it down. How do these ropes go? I don't know. <laughs> My only, my father were here to teach me,
1: and he is, and he takes his hand, and then they hug it out, and uh, the mother is crying, and it's it's very sad. It's a genuine it's very moment. Sweet, yeah. God it's, damn it, Caliban, fuck him. Let's talk about Ethan and Kate and A and Malcolm.
0: Okay, let's do it.
1: They are in the, what do you call it? Talbot Range Town, whatever yeah. the nearest town is, mm-hmm. the closest water and hole. Our Talbot. <laughs> Talbotville <laughs> and uh, Ethan and Kate and a are talking about what's next. Are are going to come with us to New York or what, what's going on with you. Yeah. And Ethan says, I'm done. I'm done with all of it. And Kate and a says, you may be done with hell, but it is not done with you. <laughs>
0: yeah. And he lays this, you're the last Apache business on him because I've claimed you.
1: <laughs> That's what I say to myself every time I eat Taco Bell. <laughs> so they all head to New York and You let bef- your bowels go or- so easily. <laughs> they get tickets to New York rather, but Kate's and A has been touched. Uh can you show me on the wolf doll <laughs> where Kate and A was touched?
0: Well, okay. What does it mean that he's an Apache because I claimed you? Is that something Apaches can do? And also aren't there Apaches today? Like I didn't know the Apaches were an extinct tribe.
1: That's because Ethan banged a lot of women.
0: I guess this is a science fiction... Yeah, okay. (laughs) The court will allow that explanation.
1: Yes. Yes. I'm getting away with it. Yep. Kate A has a vision while he's being touched that Mm -hmm. uh, Ethan comes home to Vanessa, but it is too late and vampires break in the windows and it's creepy. Mm
0: -hmm. Very zombie-like. Very very night of the living dead zombie.
1: Yes. So back on the boat, he uh he smokes up a little bit and goes on a vision quest. <laughs> he and does
0: crawl on the TP a bit, doesn't he? He
1: does. Uh maybe maybe the third or fourth bull was really <laughs> excessive. <laughs> These bones
0: are really asleep, Ethan. <laughs> they must be woken, good and proper. <laughs>
1: uh he finds Vanessa studying uh death and specifically the end of things. This is where he calls her the great... F- uh, these are some of the best lines I've you seen in petty, great, history. You are a great, fertile
0: bitch of evil, and I love you for your fertility and your power. Yes. You're the woman of all of our dreams and the woman of all of our night terrors. Yeah, pretty great.
1: Yeah. So he tries to talk her out of succumbing to the darkness, and he he finds that she is half his already.
0: Those red eyes. Them red eyes. Them eyes, though. Pretty, pretty exciting.
1: Yeah. So Ethan has kind of turned a corner since he helped him kill his father. And I would being, like to know. he's being much kinder to Kate today and offering to help him because he's tired, things like that. I would
0: like to know, because that felt very rushed. He went from, I don't care if you live or die, to if I see you in life, I'll kill you, to... He
1: also swore he would kill his father as soon as he saw him That's again. true.
0: He doesn't have it in him. He's a he complicated his, relationship with the men in He couldn't kill his, his real dad. He's not going to be able to kill his adopted Indian dad. Come on. No. Native American, I apologize.
1: Thank you. So he does Ethan gather his bits and bones and says that someday you will be gathering my own bits and bones. So I think Potential
0: that's... season four plot. He has to quiet Kate and A's bones because they're haunted and they're doing it's all that, kinds of... It's
1: a strange way to... Windigo shit. Strange way to treat a man you consider to be your own son to take advantage of him like that, but... I don't know.
0: Quiet my bone, Ethan. (laughs) (laughs) Stop.
1: Stop it. Stop it.
0: Gather my bits and bone, my son. Okay, I'm done. I just squeaked myself out.
1: So Malcolm is standing on the side rail. Uh, He still hates boats and traveling on them. Too bad. There's no other way to travel at this time.
0: I thought there was a nice touch too that, like, when Kate and A said, "Go, use whatever money and influence you have with the captain to make him go faster," like thirty seconds after Sir Malcolm left the room, you, you the the ship shuddered and the engine noises were perceptibly fast, like really? higher pitched.
1: I miss that.
0: Well, yeah, I I've, I'm. That might be something I'm imagining, but I... I no, I'm going to
1: take it as canon.
0: I, well, I rewound it. There's one point where oh. I just rewound that nothing, and I, I'm pretty sure that, yeah, it, it was a very subtle thing, but I think you understand it. Ian just basically rolled in there with... Malcolm. Ma, yeah, wasn't Ian Malcolm? No. Or Malcolm Ian? Malcolm? Sir Malcolm.
1: Oh, is it Ian? No, I'm it's imagining not. Ethan. It's, Malcolm's his first name. Just go with Malcolm. Sir Malcolm. MacGowell. Sir
0: Malcolm. Hold on a second. I need to get this right, because people jump up my shit.
1: Just St. Malcolm, like everyone else. Gotta get this
0: bird. Yeah, Sir Malcolm Murray. <laughs> yeah, we
1: should have had the bird in there.
0: No, I mean, I, 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 I felt like we're supposed to understand that uh, Sir Malcolm rolled out with, you know, just fat stacks and made it rain on the captain and was like get this show on the road. And the captain's like, right away, sir, and just gunned it.
1: Yeah, but back then he was just th- he was just pelting him with gold coins. That's yes. how they did it back then, so it was more like a fear thing.
0: Right. How many more pounds sterling is this going to take?
1: right, so Ethan finds him uh standing on the side of the boat, and he thanks him for killing his father, believes it was an act of mercy, and they agree that murder is night work, and that's Vanessa's phrase that she coined, and they miss her very much, and Ethan says the only grace I've ever known is with her with y'all and with you. And then Malcolm just starts vomiting uncontrollably. <laughs> well, so
0: I think this it's interesting. The seasickness that, just takes him. Why do you think Malcolm put himself as a cautionary tale when, by Ethan's standards, and honestly my own, it seems like, yeah, you were a shit and you ignored your family. and But, I mean, is that what he's trying to say? Like, I became like you and very callous. And now that I'm an old man and I see the error of my ways, I know how bad it is. Or because if he's saying don't become like me, he's like, don't become like the heroic, caring father figure for multiple people in the show. like Sir Malcolm, as a cautionary tale, is pretty badass. I kind of would want to... I kind of want to be a, a bigger of a dick to you and my son, honestly, if it's going to end up me being like Sir Malcolm.
1: Wow. <laughs> wow.
0: So get ready. Uh, You've gotten away with this great bitch of evil thing for way too long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we'll see. Hell is not done with you yet, Aaron. <laughs> so... Back to Vanessa's storyline. Uh Katriana Hardigan shows up, all sprite and bubbly, and I love her.
0: Yeah, you do. You got a you got a big lady crush on her.
1: I do. And it couldn't be any cuter when she says, Or for you cats, that's cat and nine tails. Mm. <laughs> uh
0: is there like a sexy connotation of this?
1: No, don't be weird.
0: I'm not being weird, it's this fucking show. Like she's she she. she... Says with a spark on her eye, like a BDSM whip implement, then I feel like uh, they're...
1: I'm just saying that Dorian
0: Gray and Ethan have fucked. So anyway... You can never know what to expect from this show.
1: So anyway, in the next scene, Vanessa and Kat have sex, and there's a lot of bondage. (laughs) So nobody saw that coming. And Claymore's, oddly. Kat Triana has new information and she reviews what vanessa has been studying and says all of this is nonsense it's bullshit you're wasting your time you're an idiot child i'm pretty sure she said all of those things and she says the only way to know what you're up against is to work with what he's told you and that is that he's the devil's brother and that he's
0: yeah because the devil never lies
1: the devil never lies not to vanessa at least
0: it's kind of like when you think a cop's trying to bust you for prostitution or drug deal you ask are you a cop and they have to tell you the truth that's how the devil works too right if you ask him a question about his nature he has to give he you a forthright right answer i also thought it's interesting is it like all that superstition and bullshit is dumb except for you got to believe what he tells you and also obviously all those stupid religious texts are right about the end game it's all about the apocalypse and the end of the world like
1: it's like I was saying earlier, enough uh, people predict it, someone's going to be right. Yeah, right? true,
0: true. Also, speaking of new information, uh, I guess I thought that the fencing thing was kind of like a rich girl affectation. Right. But she's talking about being a Highland Scot and having being raised with a Claymore in yeah. her hand. And like that she is, is essentially calls herself a soldier. Right. Uh, there seems to be a lot more to her than meets the eye.
1: Yeah, she's a transformer for sure. <laughs>
0: But is she an Autobot or Decepticon?
1: I don't know. We'll find out next week in the two-hour season finale. Hopefully not
0: a Dinobot because they're tedious and dumb. Oh,
1: worst. So they have some whiskey, and Kat just starts free associating. She says, you need to fight him (laughs) by by getting in from the inside, and it's not a frontal assault except for what he did to you at the museum the other night, and you
0: got to give one hundred and ten percent,
1: and mm-hmm. he's going to be unexceptional, and you just got to get out there and give all you got, and he'll have semi-human familiars, and there's no eye in team, and <laughs> he's going to live in the house of the night creatures.
0: Bing, 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 bing! Finally, something that can be used.
1: Goal. She realizes it is Doctor Sweet is Doctor Acula.
0: Hmm. It mm, should have uh, been obvious with the whole Doctor Doctor Acula thing. It
1: should have been obvious because a man who seemed too good to be true was showing interest in you. <laughs> Just saying.
0: Oh yeah, you saw the cost of ownership a mile away. When you at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so she says that you have to fight him yourself.
0: Because I this is more of a soldier. This is more of a spy, and I'm 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 a tinker or a tailor.
1: Yes and uh she says that's as much as we work together it's got to be you it had to be you so this is where i think that she giving in to him at the end is more of a spy tactic
0: yeah i kind of agree i can't see because it seems to be it seems to be as advertised ushering in the end of times but, and this kind of burnt my ass in Game of Thrones this week, Ooh. but I'm going to assume that there is something more than just a sudden change of inexplicable heart, that this is not Anakin Skywalker going from, I shocked Mace Windu to death, to, I guess I'm just absolute evil and I'll kill children now.
1: Well, hey, you know what? I'll just let it let me down when it gets to it. Okay. So far, it's, it's been lead, awesome. Lead life.
0: Good way to lead your life.
1: Yes. And I'll find the good in whatever's bad if it is. So she guns up, and she has a long, dramatic, sexy walk to the museum.
0: It reminded me of the scene in *Glorious Bastards*, where the um, Ma- what was her name, Mademoiselle? Mademoiselle? No, that was
1: oh, and the the French theater owner.
0: Yeah, she says "Au revoir," whatever. Anyway, when she was getting ready for her big night, and she got her dress just right, and uh-huh. she got her veil, and uh-huh. then she tucks the gut. Yeah, I thought like I got some some kind of cool. Cause she da- I mean, Vanessa has looked like a hot mess in a lot of parts in this episode. Boy, she is really put together in this she episode. Is.
1: That is a great dress. From the,
0: from the time she got woke up by Renfield's licking to her showdown with Dr. Acula, she has really been on fire.
1: She has. So she goes up the stairs and there he is expecting her. Do you think he was expecting her or he was just waiting for her in general? I don't
0: know because I thought that was odd too that, you know... That's there's gotta be something more to this because her best friend, her best new gal pal just said, Hey, go in like a spy, and Vanessa's like, How dare you be Dracula <laughs> with how me? Could you
1: be any more obvious? Yes,
0: yes. yes. Night creatures really, really. <laughs> really. God.
1: So he says that I love you and I accept you and I, I marvel wide eyed at nature's miracles and I've known pain and tragedy. And instead of taking advantage of you, I fell in love with you because you are the mother of evil. Which I thought was all pretty good and convincing. How much are you buying of this?
0: Well, I mean, nobody thinks they're the bad guy. So I believe what he's saying is true from a certain point of view. But then I thought Vanessa came right back with, how can you speak of love when you've done all this to me and the people I care about? And my best friend Nina, you... Oh, yeah, Nina. Mina. Uh, you she killed her with your teeth on her throat or something like that. Like, yeah. I thought she came right back. And he's like, well, but yeah, but you could be like that, too.
1: But, like, i mean Mina this time. Yeah, and, and, like, baby, you know, you baby, can be... <laughs> babe, babe, babe. <laughs> I'm over it.
0: Uh, I think that 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 you can be just as badass and think of all the shit that you can get up to if you stop trying to be good. Yeah. So... I don't know. It does feel, though, like all the discussions she had with Cat o Nine Tails were completely irrelevant if she's not doing something more than just going in there and getting her throat bit.
1: Yeah. If you can withstand Dr. Acula when you're in the mental hospital just at your lowest point. Yeah. Then you can withstand him now when you've got a, a team of badass. Bitches by your side, yeah,
0: you got a crew rolling towards you across the Atlantic. You've got a badass bitch, and you have your best dude that took care of you during those said salad days in John Clare. Yes, what more do you need? You're not bereft of allies. you right. got Dr. Seward,
1: Dr. Seward. Who is definitely on to Renfield. Is and he's probably going to gonna... the... die. No, she's going to come to the rescue next episode.
0: What? You know what, though? And her...
1: Dorian's going to die. And Her ancestor died to protect. Frankenstein's going to die. And Dr. Jekyll's just going to be maimed and sent off somewhere because I like him, kind of.
0: Dr. Seward's cut wife ancestor died, arguably, to protect Vanessa. I know it's more complicated than that. but
1: But she can't lose her again. That's I think she entirely
0: can. No, she's made in this. She's made in this universe to be sad. No. All right. Well, we'll see who's right. So
1: she pulls a gun on Dracula. Um, excuse me, Dr. Acula, because and he, he says, can die it, pussy. just that easily. Mm-hmm. That's a. That's what talks her out of it. Saying do it. Uh, they are the night creatures. They're the bat, the fox, the
0: the false spider, lovers. the
1: the yeah. the the fire ant, the uh, the stink bug. I missed it.
0: All I... things that Kate and they said were false lovers. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. The exact
1: same animals? No,
0: I mean, I think the scorp- she added the scorpion. Yes, she which did. Which, that's her. Yes, that's she her did. Animal.
1: Oh, yes. That reminds me. She stops to place her hand on her, on her bloody scorpion wall. Mm-hmm. Really should not have painted over that. Yeah. She definitely could use that right about like, now.
0: I mean, here's the thing. At least
1: repaint it before you leave.
0: Like... I don't believe in that kind of shit. But if I had firsthand knowledge that a a bloody scorpion on the wall would protect me from like just unspecified sources of evil, mm-hmm. I'd never paint that paint over that shit.
1: Fuck no. Let unless, be... unless it still has its power, but you paint over it just so nobody else sees it. But the power is still there. Oh in the, yeah, if you're gonna just
0: if he's gonna cloak it, sure.
1: That's what I'm hoping is the case.
0: Maybe it's gonna burn through the paint <laughs> like Indiana Jones. And the Ark of the Covenant style.
1: Yes. So he says that he doesn't want to change her. He doesn't want to make her different. He doesn't want her to be normal. He just wants her as she is. And she's like, God, that's so hot. And she offers him her throat.
0: Which is interesting because it's essentially the opposite of the Dorian Gray Frankenstein deal. They want to squeeze her into the mold that yes. they see fit. And Dracula is saying, I'm going to free you from society's expectations
1: know who would get along really guess well guess
0: who gets the guess who gets more of the bone <laughs> uh, uh, what now anyway
1: dr acula and Lily. that's
0: obviously the only reason to support feminist causes because it goes so well with the ladies
1: real tough on the ladies feminist <laughs> i'm a tough on the ladies <laughs> kind of feminist um yes i i i i find dr acula dr sweet christian camargo to be a very enchanting sexy person
0: yep it's not threatening at all, since he's completely opposite from me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is all I've got for the episode.
0: Two hours next week. How are we going to maintain, manage?
1: We are not. This trade is going to go off the rails so hard.
0: Do you think... I mean, I'm not going to make any promises, but we I might will have... I make a, all the promises. We might have a two-parter next week. And I'm, I'm saying, like... Well, we might it's have... going to
1: be live. We're going to live no, stream the episode. No, none of that's true, but we might split this up. At the local movie theater.
0: We might split this up into two, two-parters two because...
1: We may not. Mm. We've got all night. Saying, so we're t- going to do a 24-hour <laughs> podcast session and live stream it on the internet.
0: <laughs> all these are lies. She might do this solo. <laughs> Whether Jim lets her in her house or not, I don't know.
1: Uh, I've got some feedback.
0: You're like a a lion tamer. Me? Yeah, this lost control of their cats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God, just like a man. All women are cats. It's all about backstabbing and treachery, mm-hmm. is it?
0: Yep, and whips and stools.
1: God, you pervert. So the feedback begins with Kelly G. She says, Hello. Well, that was quite the ending, wasn't it? I can't wait to hear your discussion on what this means for Vanessa. I can only imagine what a relief for Vanessa to give in to the evil that has been with her for so long. To let loose the great fertile bitch of evil, as and today might say. Is it weird that I kind of want to see that? I don't think so. I'm a fan. One note about Catriona Hardigan. Alexander Hardigan is the name of the character from the 2002 film The Time Machine. The film is based on the H.G. Wells novel, but I began watching it the other day, and guess who... Wrote the screenplay and co-produced it.
0: John, what's his face?
1: John Logan.
0: Aha. Uh-huh.
1: Interesting. That's the Guy
0: Pearce one, right? Yes. Boy, that was a terrible adaptation. That was scary. I, and I do like, I do like Guy Pierce.
1: I think I was twelve when I watched that movie.
0: Yeah. Bunch of scary white scary. Morlock guys. Scary. Yeah.
1: What's that? What's that? What's that movie with John Travolta? The Scientology one. Powder. <laughs> really? No, the one, Michael? No, the the Scientology one. The one with the monsters and the and the bad makeup job and the accents.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's what that movie always <laughs> made me think of. Mission Earth, isn't it? Is that called Mission no. Earth? No. Battlefield no. Earth. No. Earth. Boom. Yeah, there we go.
1: I am so grossed out by the three bros who are now Lily's captors. Victor was so disgusting about turning her into a proper woman. Fuck you, Victor. She said it just like that. <laughs> She was perhaps getting a little crazy, but I don't think how. I'm sorry. I don't think many people watching this show truly get how absolutely terrible it was to be a woman in Victorian England.
0: Check out Reddit. There's a thread where several people are completely demonstrating how oblivious they are about how terrible it was to be a woman in Victorian England.
1: Really? That's happening? Yeah.
0: There was a person making a. I don't know if they're trolling or not, but they were making a. Uh, on-the-face good-faith effort to argue why Lily should be grateful for the opportunity to have all these demons taken from her. Um. And that Frankenstein, if you judge by the standards of the day, is actually a perfectly noble character. Which, that's always such horse shit. Like... I, don't wanna... I can judge a I can judge a person in a work of fiction by whatever fucking standard I want. Right. And I think most of the times you're supposed to go into it with a modern sensibility. You're not supposed to be like, "Well, you know, for his time, Frankenstein was not, uh, hardly a rapist." It's, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I uh I don't want to live on this planet anymore.
0: Well, you're stuck on it. Shit. Rise up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh she continues especially a woman with few resources. I mean, we saw earlier what happened when women asked nicely for some rights. It was a kick in the teeth and a night in jail. Yeah. The way the prostitutes were treated was absolutely horrific and degrading. Please sir, um, I have some suffrage. No,
0: you push cuff on you
1: and Dorian was the worst. He truly was never in it to actually help anyone was he. Just wanted to try something new. He is like Victor. He never understood Lily's pain and torment. He didn't care. He just got mad when he wasn't the center of attention. Ugh. Freaking Victorian bros. It
0: does seem like he was just in it for the lulls, And as soon as it stopped being so lulzy, he's like, ah.
1: Bro, do you even waltz? (laughs) I hope Jekyll actually hulks out or something soon. It's been pretty boring on that front. And I'm so looking forward to next week. I am hoping this is where Ethan's storyline might pay off. He will do whatever it takes to save Vanessa. Let's hope their sexy love can overcome because we all know Aaron wants to see them get down.
0: I want to see them fuck.
1: Well, just fuck already.
0: She said, you know, great, fertile bitch of evil. Like, what? <sighs> what? What? It's just going to waste. It's going fallow.
1: <laughs>
0: Someone needs to bring some evil about.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: might as well be the good looking Ethan. Right. Son of scrawny, scruffy Dr. Acula. Uh,
1: The next emailer is Lisa S.
0: Oh, really?
1: Uh, First time writer, long time listener.
0: Sounds like a kook.
1: Yeah, sounds a real net job. (laughs) Yay for the show acknowledging that Vanessa recognizes John slash Caliban. Honestly, I have no idea what to call him. I think the first time his wife asks him to take the trash out, he's going to lose his shit and kill them both. Could that be (laughs) what undoes? this relationship. He's gonna be shit sooner rather than later.
0: By the way, this is this is Cecily's mom. We're uh, not just randomly mean to go uh people to write in. Don't be intimidated. That's your family. Then we go hard.
1: <laughs> and we go ham. They say the best word in the English language is cellar door. I have now <laughs> decreed it is pestilence because I heard that word at least twelve times during this episode it really rolls right off the tongue. Pestilence. I counted it was only three stopping dramatic
0: it's very around the woody sort of word yeah pestilence pet or as as justine would say pestilence
1: no you just did justine (laughs) and severus snape together
0: (laughs) yeah well don't hate me hate the actress's performance
1: i don't you you were the only one two things are killing me when will they reveal how john died and when are they going to reveal how ethan became a werewolf yeah. Just when they get to the cusp of a revelation, they snatched away like a Twinkie at a fat camp. Hey.
0: Mm, Twinkie shaming.
1: <laughs> she continues, I want to hear Cecily rail at the final scene where those three damn men uh, said they wanted to turn her into a woman. You mean not a free thinking being? Let's forget the pile of hands on the table for a minute. If she didn't have inspiration before, she sure does now. Uh, I think Aaron did a better, more eloquent job this episode. Uh, I, I I just a bottomless pit of rage about things like this. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not uh, articulated well. Any thoughts?
0: <laughs> Butts, farts, poops, turds, empanada.
1: Yes. Leave it in. Michelle writes in and says, I have much to say about this episode, but two things in particular stood out for me. First, the kidnapping of Lily. Victor tells her that their intent is to turn her into a proper lady. It is such a blatant commentary on the social graces and expectations of that era when women were supposed to be good girls, seen and not heard, with poise and grace and not spo- speaking until spoken to.
0: But of course, freaking the sheets, always.
1: Of course. It's obvious. Now granted, Lily has gone overboard in forging her own path and seeking revenge on men through her group of trained killers who are all doing her bidding, and they are right in wanting to stop her, but a small part of me wants to see her continue to kick ass on the men who have hurt her and the other women in the group. Uh, side note, I love Dorian's bitch-please moment with Justine.
0: Mm. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's a, he's a he's a shit, he's but a I did shit. cheer a bit when he goes after Justine.
1: Yeah, I just... There's a hierarchy of of hate. hmm. And I think Lily's at the top currently. I don't know. It's it's I'm one like of those her, things. It's like the recycle symbol where all the
0: arrows just point to the next arrow. That's how I feel. Like, you know, I hate Justine more than I do Dorian. I hate Dorian more than I hate Lily, and I hate Lily more than I hate it's uh I kinda No,
1: yeah. It stops there. It's a, it's a straight line. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> no, I get it. If there are a bunch more I arrows... hate Lily
0: more than I hate the concept. Of true equality? No, that's not what I meant to say. Wow. Then Freudian slip. Then then uh then uh Miss Andry. There you go. <laughs> yes.
1: Second, I was intrigued by the books that Vanessa was studying, all of them about different demons, possession, and death. So I did some digging online and found what looks like it might be one of them. Dictionnaire Infernal, which was written in 1863. It's an album, 1963?
0: 1863. 1863.
1: Just, uh, anachronism. Yeah. It still is. Just pushed
0: up my glasses a bit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it still is, really.
0: Okay. How? Those three oh, years before. Oh, my bad. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it is your bad. <laughs> um, of course, I thought John Clare reuniting with his wife and child was wonderful, I love that his son clearly remembered seeing him and after being scared, but realizing that is his father after John mentions helping him with the rigging on the ship. Very touching scene. I also appreciated that the. Do you ro- get an
0: awkward era Neville Longbottom vibe from his son.
1: The boy is dying, Aaron.
0: Yeah, so was Neville of shame constantly. Jesus. It turned out for him all right in the end, I'm just saying.
1: Shame, something you have none of. <laughs> I love that it's sent. Uh... I want to cut
0: stuff out that makes me look bad. <laughs> I actually add stuff. I, I save up clips and I insert them into episodes.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. My phone went to sleep. How's that possible? I also appreciated that the writer had John admitting to his wife that he had done some horrible things to innocent people. Everyone knows I've been on this side since day one, but in those moments, I did take exception. I, too, really liked Proteus. And I love that Vanessa had remembered who he previously was in their time in the clinic, but I don't remember seeing a scene where she actually had that realization based on what he looks like now. So the writers just gloss over that. That's fine. I think it's the first time they saw it. Yeah. Realization.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Broadly agree. She continues. Speaking of Vanessa, she gave in way too easily. Either she is completely dickmatized by Dr. Acula or <laughs> he it. is one smooth talker because she went from fuck you to bite me pretty damn quick. Mm-hmm. Is it? Oh, I, I said bite me with the wrong tone, but you got it. Is it just me, though? I think I kind of think she has a plan of her own, but she's going along with him for now. So he plays into it. Long con of shorts. Or she was just that desperate to have a man tell her he loves her just the way she is. Cue the Pilly, Billy Joel song.
0: That's true. A matter the wha- of trust. Which n-
1: Billy Joel song? I mean, Uptown Girl. <laughs> uh,
0: I think it's d- Nor'easter Alexa, uh, or what? Or down, down Easter Like what is the one about the fishing town that's no but no no fish? Uh, anyway, oh, <laughs> Nor'easter Alexis. <laughs>
1: no, it's Piano Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, shit.
0: Uh, sure. Yes. What was this? What was that? What was the question? What uh, talking
1: ask? about how easily Vanessa gave in to Dr. Acula.
0: Yeah, I need more than that. The Billy Joel <laughs> stuff is still the only thing I can think about. We didn't uh, fight the fire.
1: That was that was about it. She thinks that Vanessa's pulling a long con, too, or else it's bullshit.
0: Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, because before you derailed me Billy Joel, I was about to say that, yeah, the last man that she fell for... Said I'm too dark for you and fucked off to America. That's well. a Bruce
1: Springsteen song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right on, you got me.
1: <laughs> brook girl says title of this episode "Ebb Tide" is also the name of a short story written by Robert Louis Stevenson. This work and many others explored the nature of civility and savagery. Stevenson often portrayed those who believe themselves to be civilized to actually be the worst kind of monsters. In Tide, the protagonists are down on their luck Europeans who embark on several schemes to lie, cheat, and steal their way across the Pacific Ocean. They believe they are the civilized ones, but in reality they act way worse than any of the savages they encounter who they often brutalize without mercy. Another connection... Uh, I think Robert Louis Stevenson wrote one of the previous episode title episodes. Oh,
0: really? Okay.
1: I think so. I think that was a feedback last week. My bad for not remembering better.
0: Well, I'll join your badness.
1: (laughs) The episode also... The great
0: bastard of evil.
1: (laughs) The episode also shows the civilized to the real monsters. Victor, Dorian, and Jekyll want Lily to be a proper lady. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't get enough of saying that. And but, or, but their methods are brutal, inhumane, and misogynistic. Is Lily really the monster here? I know.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a mirror held up to a mirror, an infinite <laughs> reflection of monstrosity.
1: And Dr. Sweet has presented himself as supremely cultured, but he is evil incarnate. He uses romance and words to seduce Vanessa and yet may be the harbinger of darkness to all of the earth
0: yeah I mean that's the other thing about like there has to be something more to her pestilence
1: to all mankind
0: (laughs) pestilence Uh, the fact that yeah I mean she's got to know on some level he's telling her what she wants to hear from a self-serving perspective and her friend just said this guy's the seducer Mm -hmm. not the guy who keeps his word despite not the guy who keeps his word despite everything he's the seducer yeah One might say the father of the lie, an angel of light, who transforms himself into a fallen angel, something beautiful. Yeah. Like all these things that are like the devil, literally.
1: Yeah. Ethan believes himself to be savage and cursed, but he may be the only good thing that can save Vanessa. He has done horrible things, but is not fully depraved. Is he able to remain lupus day and save the world from darkness?
0: Hmm. Official
1: prediction. Go.
0: I don't that's the thing that's always bothered me at this Lupus Day like he's an instrument of God who not just kills things that are evil but he just wantonly destroys everything. Um that's an interesting commentary on the biblical God I guess but I don't I'm not quite sure what the why when they went when they went with him being the Lupus Day some kind of you know a, you know angel on the side of the light it really confused me and I'm still not sure how that's going to f- that's going to pay off. The Lupus Day? Yeah. 'cause God knows that he's got his angels of death, but they kill that which needs killing or in bullshit cases maybe the firstborn of every person because, you know, fuck you, that's why. Right. But it's not like it's just some random act of people in, you know, particular areas of time. I I don't know. I I'm I'm very confused still about uh the exact religious tone of this show. And how the forces of good and evil kind of array, and they do this to like they seem to play with that goodness and light, and you know, good and evil braided be and duality even right. more so this season. So, I, I, it, but it doesn't quite all make sense to me yet.
1: Yeah, it seems to mix them all up.
0: Watchable as hell, oh, but yeah. it doesn't make it doesn't make complete sense about you know what's God's plan, what's the devil's plan.
1: The world sees a monster when it looks on John Clare. He's often called the creature. At one point he was locked up in anticipation of the civilized crowds to stare and mock. And he did commit terrible acts. Yet he is also capable of goodness, tenderness, and incredible honesty. Is he still a monster? Yes. I hate mm, him. Yes.
0: I don't I mean it's 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 to be seen. If he does if he backslides any more bullshit, yes, I think that he is.
1: Right, I think there's several times when I didn't think it was justified for him to be as angry or as vengeful as he was. And
0: that's all, That's like this whole problem, like I have with kind of Dan Harmon. Like, if you're so self-aware and you still treat people like garbage, then what does that say about you? Like, I guess I give people a pass if they're not enlightened, and, but like this guy is. Uh, perpetrating i mean and he, he's just espousing this in, extremely enlightened worldview where he mm-hmm. kind of sees the world as it is and his role and his 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 guilt and blame and, and innocence and like all those in the right proportion so like if he just goes back to being i hate the world and i'm so emo and everything <sighs> sucks it's just gonna be super tedious
1: I mean, does he come out of his wife well, and son dying or being taken from him he, his and character needs be- an arc. becoming a less whiny person who doesn't start blaming everyone else? Does he become a better person? That's, that's the kind of arc that he needs. I mean, that's the Otherwise, arc I'm that gonna go Ethan back gets. It's the arc
0: that Vanessa gets. I feel like, you know, some people are going to have positive arcs and some people are going to have negative arcs. And, like, it looks like Frankenstein's arc is going to be overall negative. Um, I'm hoping that John Clare is positive because I just can't take another season of him. I think he's another character
1: that developed into something much larger than he was intended to be. Sure. So we're getting, you know, this filler backstory. That's fine. So if, uh, no, I can imagine that they do, but if they don't make it go somewhere, I will be surprised. I'll say that at least. Fair enough. Uh, the next one is from El Gato. Mm. That's what I call my cat sometimes. On a side note, if 30 guys got their hands hacked off by Lily's prostitutes, wouldn't the police go apeshit on all of the prostitutes in London?
0: That's what I'm talking about, dry pie.
1: We saw how the police handled upper class peaceful protesters. I understand that some of the guys would not report to the police because they would not want to admit seeing a prostitute, but I assume plenty more would. I'm
0: saying 100 blood trails leading back to a mansion... Knock on the door. Can we come in and take a look? Oh, shit. Here's a hundred hands piled high on the table. You're all under arrest.
1: I can't get enough of your half-assed British accent. <laughs> that, I uh, wouldn't even yeah, try. Can, ta- can we take a look?
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's all this, then?
1: <laughs> I'm also assuming they didn't kill the men, just took their hand. If they didn't kill them, there would still be a huge reaction to all... Or, I'm sorry. If they did kill them, there would still be huge reaction to all these men dying violently. The show has shown us the public reaction to Ethan's maulings in the city. I understand that the show has to operate with an economy of storytelling, but that stood out to me. Perhaps since the world is getting ready to be plunged into never-ending night and the air full of pestilence. That's five, this episode, I think. Mm. This will make the back pages of the local paper. I would think so. I would think so.
0: Yeah, they don't. I'm not sure. I mean that's why I got until you completely shut me down. I thought that's what they were going for there. Dar- Dorian not so much bored, but just like this is dumb and it's risky and it's not doesn't even have a point like oh, when we we're going to make an immortal army. That kind of got me excited, but you're just going to recruit a bunch of idiot horrors. No, no, thank you.
1: I just don't understand what they're doing how what they're doing is different from the plan.
0: Well, I mean again, having an immortal army that are like themselves that, that like essentially becoming the mother and father of a new race of superior beings i think would keep him engaged but oh, I, 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 I but, but, but there again boring. like it seems like his arc is he he's an enthusiast he gets into things until he's done with it and then he makes an excuse for why he's about to do is cool and necessary and he gets all emotionally attached about it and then he, he goes on
1: Dorian does? Yeah. He pulls the dentist system on people and He things? does. He does. So, Rennie writes in and says, I thought the idea that Dracula in his human form can be killed just like any other is very unusual. It makes me curious about what his inhuman form might look like. Mm. Me too. At the same time... Well, I, don't... I don't
0: know what kind of idiot child literature you read, you read but <laughs> Dracula being a killable mortal is in all of the scholarly literature about the Dr. Acula subject. <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, uh, her. <laughs> her. <laughs> <laughs> well is it time for jeff goldblum sexy sexy <laughs>
1: there's a real tough on a ladies feminist yes he is at the same time i don't know if he can take this information as canon is Catherine lying to vanessa how would she even know if this is true it's not like anyone ever killed dracula before
0: yeah it's true Oh, yeah, when he's in this earthly form, people blow him away all the time. Yeah. Holy shit, ever since gunpowder's invented, he's got to have to Constantly. regenerate himself every
1: Constantly. year. I almost feel sad knowing that Ethan, Sir Malcolm, and K-Tanay will arrive just in time to save Vanessa. The possibility of her exploring her dark side is more than intriguing. Of course it's not going to happen, but I'd love to see it.
0: Sure. I don't know, sure. it might happen. Plus we're going to get many articles written about how, like... You know, Ava didn't need any saviors and blah, 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 so... She's
1: at least half his already. Man. According to legend. That's true. This was the first ever... All the
0: lines are running wild and untamed.
1: This was the first ever episode where I felt genuine sympathy for John Clare in his creature form. When I called out to his wife... Or, sorry. When he called out to his wife, her reaction was difficult to read and I was afraid until the very last moment that she would run away. Me too. They had some really touching moments together. You better not fuck this up, John Claire. Don't make me hate you again.
0: Agreed. Agreed. All around.
1: That's all I got. Feel free to check out now.
0: <laughs> John Claire, he's real tough on the viewers kind of whiny <laughs> ass. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Uh okay, so if you want to send us some, feedback, some, bead, some bead back, some feedback, you can do so at pennyearful at baldmove.com or on the forums. Forums.baldmove.com. Again, I don't know how we're going to cover next week. Uh, I imagine it'll be a two parter uh day one on Tuesday, day two on Wednesday, but we'll see how it goes. Because we're also gonna be in the throes of Orange's New Black, which drops this weekend. What? And we will have coverage of the first three episodes up.
1: What, what sometime before the end of the weekend sometime we'll do it eventually <laughs>
0: yeah we kind of uh didn't see not not cool not cool sending us a two-hour uh surprise mega finale on the same week that orange and the new black drops yeah but uh you know we'll soldier on
1: yeah we'll deal with it
0: yeah we'll deal yeah. with it yeah we'll go up and tell the captain hey we got to get this shit moving.
1: We're gonna make a rain on Genji Cohen and John Logan. <laughs> we're we'll just we'll, we're gonna what, fuck gonna, shit up they're this week. They're weekend. gonna
0: release even more episodes. Like they're literally releasing all their episodes. I think they're full steam ahead already. Yes. My captain metaphor went nowhere. What was that?
1: I just felt the ship kicking overdrive.
0: <laughs> we'll be back next week with the epic two part finale of oh.
1: Actually, Whoa.
0: I forgot. I want to talk about something.
1: Okay, slipping so, in the last second.
0: There is a lot of talk on the internet about how this might be the final season of Penny Dreadful because no. the ratings have eroded down to Yay. about half a million share. Uh, that's eighteen percent over last down from last year, and the fact that this was already an abbreviated nine-episode season, and it feels like Showtime's is kind of dumping it. Like, why have a two-hour event unless you? I mean. You're going head-to-head with H- with Game of Thrones, which is kind of dumb anyway. Yeah. Like, really. But yeah. maybe they don't want to drop their finale on the same night of Game of Thrones finale, but it does feel kind of like a dump and get out of it. And some people are also saying that the structure of last season, where you're sending Frankenstein on this voyage of self-discovery and Ethan, and, like, all these people are, like, going their separate ways so you could have a season of their independent adventures before you bring... It felt like that's, like, a whole season arc. Yeah. And instead, mid season, they've just nope, none of that. Everybody's coming back and converging, and Ethan's things wrapped up, and like everybody's like in rounding into like if this is a finale, then we got to be cool with it. Mode, what do you think? Like there, this is, and this was all kind of sparked by a website.
1: If that's true, that
0: kind of reported a rumor, a Hollywood rumor mill, which I'll include in the show notes.
1: If that's true, yeah. Did we curse the show?
0: I no, no. Did
1: we curse the show? No.
0: We're not that powerful? Are we that powerful? Is if so, we? we need to start are thinking we? of some better ways to use our power.
1: I think you're right.
0: But I think no. we need to
1: harvest the the fertility or fertility, the fertility that we have exemplified here.
0: I feel like it's... In the Bald
1: Move Studio. I don't of i don't, ruining things.
0: If I mean, yes. It would be interesting to see if if they can snag a few Emmy nominations because I do feel like there has been some for the first time in a long time. Well, for the first time since I've been paying attention to these last two years, I feel like that the performances I've risen to such that I think they're about commiserate with anyone else I'd nominate. Yeah, especially for actress and actor. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
0: so like a supporting actor for the guy who plays uh, John Clare. What's his name? Rory something. Rory Kinnear. I think that should be a done deal and act uh, like best actress to Eva Green. Yeah, Eva Green. I, I that feels like you know with Mad Men off the air and Breaking Bad off the air and so much of the competition.
1: But you don't understand. Modern Family was so good this year.
0: Well, that's a com- it's not going to compete. That's what the Pity Driftle needs to that's submit. That's what as you a say
1: until you start watching the Emmys and realize what a crap. No, the, is. that's
0: the thing. The Emmys, the Emmys is horseshit. But what I'm what I'm getting at to this yeah. point is I feel like the best thing for this show would be to get not just some critical buzz because there's not a lot of Prominent critics are right about it, but to get some award nomination love, like major awards. Like what? So HBO can have that on their shelf, and that's something that, I mean, because, you know, these, these premium cable companies only care so much about ratings. Showtime.
1: You said HBO. Uh,
0: I thought I said primetime. No, nope, Okay, well, anyway, HBO. like the, the premium cable stations only care so much about... Um, how how it does performance wise if they're getting, you know, hits for them because that's the own kind of advertising that's justifying the price of and you know mission. what you're paying for showtime. Yes. So, you know, I I, I wouldn't have worried except for I did as, as soon as I heard it's only 9 seasons like, huh, or 9 episodes like, huh, and they're going to dump the last two out, which didn't seem like it was the plan. That seems like it's something they just now started talking about. I don't know, a little 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 concerned.
1: I don't know how to feel about that. Besides the fact that it's probably smart not to drop it on the same night as the Game of Thrones season. Valet. I mean, it's weird. That because they're, whatever they're... Chan- Cause you either play episode eight next week, skip a week, play the final episode, which would honestly make more sense to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, treat it like the way. Because like... what
1: would that, is that a holiday weekend? Two uh... weeks?
0: Yeah, that's a, no, that's a, the other reason they're probably doing this, isn't it? They don't want to get uh, No, it's still it, it, they wouldn't be cuz the 9 episode season wouldn't wouldn't interfere July 4th. I don't know. I just feel like um
1: I mean, I guess I guess I feel like beggars can't be choosers. Like putting this, putting I, if this across I could have Game the of Thrones, entire penny dreadful season immediately, yeah. when the first episode aired, I would have watched it all. Sure. So having an episode early is seems like a shit thing to complain about, but I'm not complaining I'm not about complaining. it. I'm complaining I, about
0: it. What the it, in its context, and also like I just feel like having this p- counter programming for Game of Thrones is dumb. They yeah. should find a spot on the dial where there's not another big epic science fiction drama mm-hmm. that has big budget and splashy visuals. Like I, there's plenty of point. There's plenty of points in the year where that stuff is not going on. So. But on the other hand, I guess it's kind of ballsy or ovary kind of head-to-head with the biggest kid on the block. Yeah. And then they curb-stomp you, and you cancel your show, and uh-huh. what have you learned? Uh, anyway, that's kind of a bummer note to end on, but hey, life isn't fair. <laughs> okay. uh, penny Earful at BaldMove.com and bald com. We'll be back next week with uh, uh, some kind of uh, f- multi-part. season finale next
1: episode. Let's not qualify it. Multi-part
0: Just... extravaganza. <laughs>
1: I'm your host, Cecily. I'm Aaron. Bye-bye.